we are back with the crack and it's a big one today it's mr ariel awani now i don't know if you guys have seen it yet but i interviewed katie taylor absolutely unbelievable one of the craziest things and one of the most memorable things i've ever done i found out on a day's notice the wonderful people at joe.ie started it out i land in so nervous barely slept the night before just you know i'm such an imposter i don't know anything about boxing what am i doing here but amazing experience such a legend she's exactly as she seems just such a pleasant person we spoke for about 30 minutes which is way more than i imagined we'd get i think we got on very well and it was absolutely amazing so from one star to another on wednesday i go off to see ariel awani i'm doing some stuff with joe on the streets um and we go off and uh, we find him and he's just mobbed everywhere he goes absolutely everywhere he goes the dude is absolutely mobbed it has been wild watching him I said it to him in the interview, and you'll hear it in a second. It reminds me of being around Connor in 2013. Just before the, the massive titles came along and everything. Just the man of the people here in Ireland. It's been a great week. I'm sure it will only get better. Um, Troy, I'm doing this in the middle of a hall, but I'm doing it through a standard interview mic, so I hope you're not too angry about this. But you're going to be angry with the aerial one, because a press conference ended about halfway through it, so you'll hear a load of people coming through it was quite noisy but i think you can hear us it is actually a great pity we don't have it on video because it was it was very very good you know i love the man he's the greatest of all time great mentor to me god knows where my career would be now without him the honorary irishman ariel ohelwani the crack is back ladies and gentlemen and i am in dublin and we're a day late with this one because I was tracking down the biggest celebrity in Dublin these days. A guy I walked around town with last night and it reminded me, no bullshit by the way, reminded me of being with Conor McGregor in 2013 after his UFC debut. We took four steps out of the building where we ate dinner. I think eight people shouted at him before he hit the keys. And if you know where Slattery's is and you know where the keys is, that's a good 20 steps. Mental. Anyway, Ariel, come on, you have to be blown away with this. Your big reception, the greatest of all time, we already knew that, but the reception you're getting over here is quite wild. Uh, you know yourself, PC. You know yourself. Everyone knew. Everyone knew. No, it is so great. First of all, it's great to be here with you on the crack, first time. Um, what a great job you've done with the show, right? I mean, what are you laughing about? <laughs> By the way, are we uh, are we beneath the sheets? Why isn't it not... This under- is completely beneath the sheets. Why isn't it not... Can we uh, quiet down lady over there with the cups? Uh, She'd beat the shit out of you. I would not start. Why is it not underneath the sheets? Why is it beneath the sheets? Just BTS behind the scenes, beneath uh, the sheets, like you know? That, I like that. Um, in any event, as you know, first time I was here was back in July of 2014. And I, have, like, I compare that to someone who is chasing the dragon... You know, the, you know, as they say, yeah. I've never actually partaked or oh, partook. Yeah. Well, you know, you know yourself. <laughs> uh, and I feel like I've been chasing the dragon of that event, meaning the buzz, the atmosphere, the significance, the history, all that. And I always said that if Katie fights in Dublin as a pro for the first time, I would love to be here. And it's amazing how it all turned out. It's really been an incredible, like, two months for me personally and professionally but when they approached me the zone to work the jake paul nathan diaz fight i said yes sure great i would love to do it but i also want to work this one and they kind of go hand in hand like i don't really want to do that one if i can't do this one and i think they were like what like really this one means just as much 
if not, dare I say more, because of this country, because of the people, because of you, because of how great they've been to me, and because of her. Go on Twitter and type in my name and Katie Taylor's name. Like, I've been tweeting about her for a long time. I was a genuine fan, probably since she turned pro. I would be lying if I said I was watching when she won Olympic gold in 2012. I think I was aware of her, but I wasn't like as, you know, enamored with what she is all about. And so it's, it's freaking great. And you know what's so great? Sorry for going long, but there's, I feel like it's deja vu of 2014, but also different, right? Because Connor was going up in 2014. She's already here. She's already made it, right? But yet it feels like this is a moment that people are going to look back on for Irish boxing and say, it all started on that night or it was reborn on that night like they do July of 2014. And what I also love about it is I think they've done a great job with this card. Much like in 2014, you had Patty on the card, Patty Holohan, you had Kyle Pendred, you had Gunnar Nelson. I know he's not, um, you know, of Irish descent, but, you know, trains at SBG at Norman Park. And here you have guys like Gary Cully, uh, Patty Donovan, who's trained by Andy Lee, young Thomas Cardi, I could tell you all about him, uh, young Irish fighters who hopefully will headline cards here. So it's a beautiful thing. It's an honor for me to be here. I love everything about it. I feel like I'm like on cloud nine right now because I'm having so much fun. My brother sent me a post on uh, Reddit today, Irish Reddit. This is a big deal, like uh, you being here. They're talking about you being here. And one of the comments, would you believe, they say, I have hibernoized you. I've turned you into an Irishman with all your references. I mean, are you finally going to give me the old Barry H? Well, Barry H did it himself. Yeah. I don't know what the comparison is, but uh, come on, man. I always give you the flowers. I always say, listen, all the vernacular, everything that I steal is from you. Ah, uh, you know yourself. The crack is 90. You give me the lines... You know, I can't always credit you because then it looks no, like... No, I, you know, every tweet I want the line. <laughs> um, like today I was on uh, the critically acclaimed um, Red Cork Red FM. Yeah, I mean, it was a fantastic show. Shout out you, to them. You were buzzing about this. Uh, I was excited. Yeah. I have to say, later today I'm going to be on RT1, um, the Today Show. There's something so wholesome, so genuine, so old school about Irish people, about your culture. And and people think I'm, I'm, I'm joking. When I go on you know, the, the TV and I, I'm, I'm turning it on when I enter the uh, hotel yesterday, I check in and they're literally having a debate at 10 a.m. about a woman whose nieces stole her makeup and ruined it and what she should do. At 10, like if you turn on American TV at 10 a.m., they're talking about guns and violence and stuff. There's something so beautifully wholesome about all this. We joke about the Joe Duffy show and how people call up about their milkman being like, like this, this doesn't exist. This type of programming doesn't exist. And so I love everything about it. And you do deserve all the credit. I don't know why I have this kind of connection with the Irish people. I'm assuming a lot of it has to do with the Connor yeah. stuff over the years, but man, they're freaking nice to me. Like they are so nice to me and welcoming and warm towards me. I love it. I love everything about it. You once said to me that you couldn't think of an international comparison for Katie Taylor. Are you still there? Like in terms of how the Irish uh, feel about her? I remember me and Chuck and you debating it for a long time one day and you couldn't, you were like, none of these are like her. Have you thought of any since? Especially in America? No. Like there's great American female athletes. Like there's the likes of Sue Bird and there's Megan Rapinoe and you know, the, the women's soccer team is very, very popular, yeah. but no one that makes the country, and obviously I know America is much bigger than, than Ireland, but like no one that makes the country stop, that people put, you know, like I hear from people here, it's it's her, it's Roy Keane, obviously Connor's in the in discussion as well, but I mean like a lot of people say her, that she's like the most beloved Irish sports okay. person, right? Beloved, definitely. Yes, and you know what's amazing? Name any athlete, from Michael Jordan to LeBron James to um, 
Aaron Judge in baseball to Tom Brady, every single like superstar A++ list athlete. athlete. That person has haters. That person has detractors. That person has skeletons in their closet. You tell me if I'm wrong. I don't know of a single person who's like, yeah, Katie's great, but, or I don't like her because, or she did this, or she has this asterisk, or she, like, it doesn't exist. This type of human being doesn't exist in today's day and age, especially not in sports. Universally, unanimously beloved, is so unique, is so special. And to see what she means to young girls, like yesterday at the open workout, that was like we were at a Justin Bieber concert. Like they're yelling, like, oh my God. And, and, and this stuff always, like, you know, it always tugs on my heartstrings because I have young kids. And, and, and so, like, I see the way my boys talk about Erling Holland or Phil Foden or things like, you know, guys like that. And I'm like, wow, she is that person to these young kids. That's amazing. A boxer. It's unbelievable. There she goes. She's walking right past us. She has an aura. She has a presence. She's regal. But you know what's the best thing about her? She's like oblivious to all of it. She doesn't actually realize. She, they were telling her yesterday, like, oh, go outside and talk to the kids. You know, they want to see you and, and, and maybe get a picture with you. And she's like, yeah, you think they would want to do that? I'm like, what? You're fucking, <laughs> do you not understand who you are and, and what you represent to these people? So I don't think she has an equal, honestly. And, and the fact that she doesn't, like, revel in it and, and use it to build herself up is, is pretty special. You mentioned, um, like, you know, in terms of asterisks beside her name and stuff, like, the, the other people you've mentioned, Roy Keane caused a civil war in Ireland. Like, as we know, exactly. Connor has his detractors here as well. Like, you can, I, I literally cannot think of anything, as you say. What, what, what did you get from being around her today? Because you did quite a special interview with her, where you introduced Katie to one of her heroes. Yes. Can I tell the people about this? I yeah, mean, because it's coming out tomorrow. It's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so we went to the... She's, she's staying in, like, this secluded manor, and it's, it's unbelievable. And you go there, and it's just horses and it's serene it's quiet it's tranquil and it's like wow this is befitting of her personality right like this is her she shouldn't be at the fighter hotel like she should be you know tucked away and her mom's there walking around having a coffee and her manager is there and her trainer is there and it's just them and uh we got to do you know a walk and talk which i love to do and i was saying to someone these walk and talks are great but they're they're a little bit different when it's in their hometown right like when I got oh, to do yeah. Eddie Alvarez in Kensington Connor in Dublin, Connor in Dublin um, her here um, Bisping in London it's different like Rampage in, in Japan was great but like he's not from Japan you know what I mean and so like to do Katie in Dublin like wow amazing and so we went on this little stroll and then she we talked about someone named Deirdre Gogarty yeah, who uh, I'm getting it and uh, who, who if not for her there would be no you know Katie Taylor and and people don't realize this and this is what I was saying to someone earlier as well Canelo Alvarez just fought in Guadalajara and that's a big deal and and people will remember it but it's not necessarily historic right there's fighting in Guadalajara every week when Katie Taylor was a young girl this dream that she had the reality of this dream of becoming a professional boxing champion legend whatever was actually literally impossible I don't need to tell you this, so I'm sorry if I'm insulting you by like reciting this history, but... The, the crack's international, mate. We need to give context. It was illegal for women to compete in boxing. Illegal. 2001 was the first professionally sanctioned women's bout, and it involved her as, I think, a 15-year-old, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. And so it was actually illegal. Women boxing in the Olympics, not allowed until she made it happen. She helped open those doors. And so there was a woman named Deirdre Gogarty, who she loved, who fought against uh, Christy Martin on the undercard of a Mike Tyson fight, which I believe you watched. Frank Bruno. Against Frank Bruno, the legend. And she watched that fight, and she was enamored, and she wrote 
a letter to uh, Deirdre Gogarty afterwards telling her what she meant and she wrote her back and, and, and Gogarty you know was touched by it and invited her to her house and she held mitts for her and they trained and she would check in on her etc etc but at the time Deirdre only got to fight she's from Ireland she only got to fight in Ireland once and then boxing was illegal so she had to move to Louisiana to have a career she never got this moment right and so they've stayed in touch Katie invited her to this fight and she was telling me she hasn't seen her since she was around 15 years old and uh, she kept saying it's such an honor I can't believe she's going to be here this is my idol this is my idol without her there's no me she allowed me to live this dream she allowed me to even think that this was a possibility blah 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 and so I kept telling her wow Saturday is going to be the first time Saturday right amazing and then we took this a is turn. a classic Elwani wind up by the way we took a turn and in this manner she set up a ring where she trains and, and we take a turn and standing in the ring in this room is Deirdre Gogarty and you know what's the most amazing thing she was like so caught up in the conversation and she's looking down she didn't we walked into the room and she's mid answer and I'm wondering like she doesn't realize that she's there she didn't realize she was standing right there and then I said to her she stops her answer and I said well the good news is you don't have to wait till Saturday to see Deirdre and she looks up and then you see her like shake and she's like oh my gosh I can't believe it and then they have this great moment and Deirdre said something that's giving me chills like she said like she had a lot of like pain in her heart that she never got this moment that she never got the fight in Ireland and Katie is helping to heal her pain because seeing her fight on Saturday is the closest thing to her fighting on Saturday is that not deep where else are you getting this stuff that's what I'm talking about historic and so it's just a huge deal and you know yourself I do know myself actually I didn't even mean to but I, that was actually the first time it was natural uh, this this uh, country has had to deal with a lot as far as boxing is concerned, right? Um, I was going to ask you about this. Like, you actually, this is the most weird thing about you, dude. You're not from here. You're up at this Q and A at, at JD Sports. I was bored off my tits. I'm not going to lie. I was down the back going, "When's this fucking end?" But then you come out with this line, and you said, "In 2014, in July 2014, Irish MMA was born." And could this be the uh, rebirth? I, I, think I didn't say could. I said that on on May twentieth, this will be the rebirth. I forgot you of of of, uh, of Irish boxing, because um, we we know what happened with the Canadians. Like the, the, there was no pro boxing here for a long time, um, highly controversial sport. But is there? Like, I mean, there is only one person who could mend all these wounds, right? Just like you're saying with Deirdre. This is crazy. You think Ariel Hawani's the one to mend the wounds? Or no, no Katie Taylor. Oh, yeah, sorry. Katie. Do you know the person who's boxing yes, in the yes, main yes, event? Yes, yeah, yeah. Yes, sorry. Uh, I mean, who but like the most pure athlete on the planet, right? Wholesome athlete to like wipe, absolve them. Of yes, the sins. yes, yeah. uh, like wipe this, uh, this, this slate clean, and uh, it's perfect. But I hope you know you agree with this. Like, 2014 was great, but the beauty of 2014 is that it like spawned this new era, and now we're seeing a rebirth of Irish MMA too, right? Which is oh, great yeah. with Ian Gary and never thought I'd see it again. To be honest, it's incredible. Guys in in Wars, Hughes and McKee and all the, those guys, but. You know, it, it spawned like multiple trips to the three arena from the UFC, Bellator holding court here, Cage Warriors coming back, all that stuff. I hope that there's a period of time where we'll see like just big events in Ireland. Like it's crazy to me without Katie, right? But she'll be the one that like kickstarted this. But it's crazy to me, like this is such a great um, like fighting nation. It's such a great sports country and that you guys don't get big events it's, it's absurd to me so it would have been a, a huge travesty if she never got to fight here and there is a part of me that feels like this should be at croak we all agree it should be at croak but hopefully before it's all said and done we get the croak fight this fight is dodgy 
and you're a person that was shouting this from the the, the high hills. You did a better job of promoting this card than Eddie Hearn, if I'm being honest. I think you did. And but you asked Andy Lee at the Q and A yesterday, and when he said it, it hit different, man. It hit different when he As said it, should. it. As it should. Yeah, yeah. He's like, oh yeah, she could definitely lose this fight, and I was like, mate, what in the name of God are we saying? We don't say that out loud. It's like saying Voldemort and Harry Potter land. You can, you're not meant to name them. But tell me why. Tell me why this is so dangerous. Well, and that's the beauty of this fight, right? Like, with all due respect to Diego Brandao, that felt like. How dare you? <laughs> it felt like a platform, right? It felt like that was going to be the coronation, right? This is not that at all. So she's supposed to fight Amanda Serrano, and Amanda Serrano fights Erica Cruz on February 4th at the Hulu Theater. And they had it all prepared. Amanda Serrano wins that fight, May 20th, Ireland. Croke or Three Arena. Well, it turns out Erica Cruz didn't get the memo and came to fight and, and, and beat her up pretty bad. Now, Serrano won fair and square, but you know she had some, yeah. some bumps and bruises. So they announced the fight that night, but then it's, you know, it's becoming very clear very soon that she's not going to be able to fight. It's too soon. They announced that she's out. And there was like a period there of like 24 hours. I remember texting you. I was like, fuck, this sucks. Like she's so close to the homecoming. She's so close to the dream. And now she's not going to get it. Ugh, what a bummer. And as she told me and as her manager told me and as Eddie has told me, like she was not accepting the fact that this wasn't happening. We got the date. We got the venue. Let's fight Chantel Cameron. Why Chantal Cameron? Chantal Cameron, for those that don't know, is the undisputed champion at 140 pounds. Katie Taylor is the undisputed champion at 135 pounds. And so this is the champion who's undisputed, who has all the belts in the weight class above. She could have fought a broomstick on Saturday. She could have fought anyone on the planet. It could have been her versus Mrs. X, and no one would have cared, right? No one would have batted an eye. It would have been the same gate. By the way, biggest gate in the history of the three arena, according to Eddie Hearn. It would have been totally fine everyone would have been okay with it yeah she took the undisputed champion someone who she beat back in 2011 she took the person who's bigger than her who's younger than her who's stronger who some say is faster you look at the line a lot of these you know fights are you know minus 800 mm -hmm. minus it's she's like a minus 175 or something like that it's crazy she didn't have to do this I asked her why she's like because that's what I'm here to do. I'm here to take the big fights. And in an era where you see, like, you know, the heavyweights dancing around each other in boxing, the welterweights dancing around each other, to see, you know, a, a, a female who's at the very top who could have used this opportunity as a chance to just be celebrated. Take a fight that the likes of Andy Lee is saying she could very well lose. That's what's so great about this. It doesn't feel like we're just here for an exhibition. We're here for an actual fight, for an actual 50-50 fight. How great is that? I can't wait. Here's the thing, though, man. The big important thing that happened in July 2014 was Conor McGregor winning the fight. Yeah. What happens if... Does that take away from the situation if Katie then loses? Is that the magic gun? Is that the rebirth over? I don't think it's the rebirth over because there are some people worth watching. But to be honest, yeah, it's a bit of a bummer. Like, I asked Eddie yesterday, does the Serrano fight die, the rematch? Is it dead if she loses this fight? He says yes. I think that's a bit of promoting. I still think you can sell it. It's at a different weight. There's a history there. But it I mean, it does kind of take away some of the luster, right? Um, it's like Diaz versus Jake Paul. Like, that fight would be bigger if, G if Jake Paul was coming off a win. You know, if, if Nate was coming off a loss to Hamzad, it wouldn't feel as big, right? And so anytime someone's coming off a win, it's a little different. So yeah, if she gets like beat up bad, which I don't think is going to happen. And one thing I love about women's boxing, by the way, I, I know like 
I, I lament the fact that it's two minute rounds because I think they yeah. deserve the respect of three minute rounds. Katie did for a while. Anyway, yes. Until this round. But to be honest, it, it makes for like a real Converse. entertaining yeah. event, right? So like, there's a part of me that wants to give them the respect. If women's MMA fighters can do five minutes, they could do three minutes. Um, but it does make for a great product. And so like a two minute, you know, a two minute round, ten round fight, like Jesus Christ, like it's. I told her by the way that I wouldn't say Jesus in front of her anymore. I was. I didn't. I didn't. I had my shot and I nailed it. And I'm a potty mouth. Now. No, I know. I know. It's something I'm working on. Um, that's what's so great about this. And let me tell you about you know the likes of Gary Cully who's on there. You're gonna. Be, I mean, you know, I'm a huge fan of Gary's. You're gonna be claiming him, and a lot of people were they were the way you claimed McGregor. What's that mean? I don't claim McGregor. <laughs> I don't claim McGregor. There's some. You know what? As far as like American or North American Jornos is concerned, I mean, who's supported Katie more than me? I, who? Even in even in boxing media. You know, it drives me nuts with these boxing losers on Twitter. They're like, oh, stick to MMA. Stick to MMA. Yeah, stick to MMA. I was fucking going to Arturo Gotti fights before I knew what MMA was. Stick it up your jacksy. That's what you tell them, Eric. Fuck off. I fucking was watching, you know, Mike Tyson fights in the 80s, all right? Like, who the fuck are you to tell me to stick to anything, all right? No, no one took you down this path, mate. You need to relax. You're having a good time. You no, can't do I have two more, right? Do I get two more of it? No, absolutely not. Let me tell you about Otis Grant back in the day who fought Roy Jones Jr. Okay. I'm all right. I'm all right. Okay. I'm all right. Um, I worked at HBO Boxing. I posted a picture with my, my mom. Did you see that? Or did I post it on Twitter? I think I did. Let me show you a picture real quick right here. Come what here. is happening? Come what here. the fuck is going on? You're absolutely off the rails. Let me just show you this picture. I'm He's literally going through his phone. Lab. I, 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 actually, I'm I'm pulling, I forgot we're not on video here. This is a meltdown. No, this is a meltdown. Come here. <laughs> Come here. 2004 graduation. This is a picture that I'm showing PT of me and my dear mother. Look at me. Fresh face, right? Beautiful. This is in my, uh, this is my, my mother. Stunning mother. Yes, uh, Penina Helwani. What is here on the wall next to us? What is that? Who is that? That's Sugar Shane Mosley. Yes, that's a poster of the great Sugar Shane Mosley. Do you know my cousin inspired with his son yesterday? Yeah, it's a great story. Listen. <laughs> This is 2004, okay? This is me with a poster of Sugar Shane. I had a ton of these on my wall. Oh, you heard that's your ma's poster, and you're just stealing valor. <laughs> so fucking shove your hatred up your ass if you think I don't love boxing, the sweet science. So remember that. The next time you're going to say Ariel doesn't like boxing, remember he had a poster on his wall at one stage of his that's life. All, that's all you need. That's all you need. That's all you need. Was it Photoshop? You'll never know. <laughs> all right, here it is. Two more. The Black Forge. I've heard a lot about the food. I'm going to have to take your word for it, but go ahead. No, oh, listen, don't take my word. Go and check it out. I just, every time it's just fully booked, I'm always trying. Nah, I'll put in a call. Uh, they told me to have the steak on the stone. Now, you know me, I'm not a big meat eater. And <laughs> you hate steak. Did you, did you do well doing your steak? Well, th this is the beauty. I could cook it myself. <laughs> Right? It's just sitting there. So I don't have to go through the uncomfortable conversation. I said, I said, I said, um, Connor's PR lady, Karen Kessler, told me, get the steak on the stone. It's the best. So I ordered it, steak on the stone. And then I said, hey, do you mind if I get it medium well? He goes, guess what? You decide. Yeah, yeah. You, I didn't really understand what it was. So I'm just like fucking squeezing that thing. I'm squeezing all the juice out of it. Honestly, I'd love to go back today. It was that good. It really was good. He's done a great job. And you know what's crazy about that? Um, if you go back to the first interview that Connor and I ever did um, with the Blueberries, he talked about Slim Jims. Slim Jims. This is not called Slim Jims. And I think he said... I think he's he, done a better marketing job with this one than he may have done with yes, Slim Jims. Yes, but he also said he wanted it to be a, a health a health food place. <laughs> it's not. This is not a health food spot. It is not. But it's, it's beautiful. Like it, it feels rich. It feels... Um, 
it's just it's just a nice spot. I was happy to be there. The reception was great. Two thumbs up. Yeah, I can only imagine. Um, anyway, um, last question. She's going to get 11 belts this week. We're going to take a big, amazing picture with the 11 belts after she beats Chantel Cameron. It's going like to be fantastic. Johnson with all the gold. Like Michael Jackson at the Grammys after yeah, Thriller. Yeah. But I'm just saying, will you come back? Crow Park, the north One side. Million. One million percent. Honestly, she told me that uh, the rest of her career, she wants her fights to be here. That would be fucking savage. I kind of have to go to all of them, I feel like. What if I just, like, cover Katie Taylor fights as far as boxing is concerned? Wouldn't that piss everyone off? And then I, and then I go back to MMA. No, I, I love this, man. I, I really do, and uh, it feels special. And, you know, there's something, like, very um, somewhat monotonous. I was going to say surreal. No, no. But she actually used that term. No way. <laughs> I used to slag out because every time I see him, he'd be like, isn't this surreal? I was like, this is my fifth time in Vegas, mate. Relax. It's fucking surreal. Listen, it's a great word. Anyway, there's something at times monotonous about the UFC product these days. Every week, Apex this, uniform that. This feels fun. It feels fresh. And it's so great to be here on the crack. You've done such a great job with this. I love the music. That's Troy, man. Troy's a fucking beast. He's, he's going to be giving out about all the background noise here. Can you do it again under a sheet? That's what he's going to say. Sorry, Troy. Hey, Troy, suck it. All right? Suck it. Uh, no, it's great. I listened to it. And, uh, and it's great on the YouTube channel. Great graphics, by the way. Who came up with those? Shout out to Ted Park. Yeah, Ted, is that who did it? He Ted is Park. savage, man. Yeah. They're beautiful. And the great Oven, of course, on the thumbs, oh, yeah. and Jordan on good. the We're videos. Building here. We're building something here. So why isn't this a video, by the way? Um, nobody filmed it. Yeah, no. <laughs> this is fine. Um, yeah, the problem with this is now there's a queue of people. That want yeah, what the fuck? Like, I'm looking at, like, lads looking at me, waiting to talk to you. I mean, Jesus Christ. You know yourself. Uh, listen, uh, later today I'll be on RT1, the Today Show. No, it's, that's tomorrow. It's tomorrow. No, it's today. Yeah, I, I know, that. but the fucking th- this podcast is going to be out tomorrow. Uh, so yesterday I was on RT1. and uh, <laughs> The yeah, same yeah, show he was yeah, laughing yeah, already. Yeah, 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 yeah. Boy, Mal be ironing the clothes watching uh, it. I can't wait. What is it? Uh, the the grannies in the bleeding house coats? What did, what did he say? <laughs> I don't know what the fuck you know he said. When, when Connor beat uh, Donald Cerrone, and he was making fun of Jorge Masvidal he said you're out there in the, in the bleeding housecoats or something watching the soaps oh yeah yeah, yeah you're bleeding housecoats sorry I, I thought you meant like blood covered when you ah. said I didn't I'm not as Irish as you anymore anyway Ariel I love you these lads are getting angry with me how long was 24. it 24 he's just gonna have to uh, deal with that okay. I'll do a little front and back oh this what an amazing guy yeah yeah, 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 yeah. enjoy you know I love we're you. gonna do the thing of that Da-dum. what a wonderful man he is I love him so much that was absolutely fantastic and literally there was at different stages during that interview there was different interviews just standing in front of us with cameras as if to show him like we're going to do this interview the disrespect like you know nobody knows who I am in Ireland he loves highlighting this as well he did it at the open workouts the other day you know I'm standing there like taking pictures of him with people for people and uh, he's like do you not know who P.T. Carroll is I'm Scarlet man I'm Scarlet do you know what I mean of course they don't know who I am but he, he gets a kick out of that, making me feel like a prick, but um, he is just blowing up over here. He's more famous here than he's ever been in the US or Canada. They love him. Everywhere we go, it is hellwiny mania. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed this. I'll be back to you on Tuesday. I'm delighted to have Ariel on. I'm delighted to have him in Dublin. So upset I missed out on the Black Forge, of course. Looked fantastic. Steak on a stone. Cooked it himself. And unfortunately, we never got to hear the end of the caper about the auntie whose niece stole makeup um i hope somebody can fill me in on that he only began that story maybe i cut him off i have an awful habit of doing that but i love you very much everybody i am so thrilled about the katie taylor interview i'm so thrilled that i get to be there ringside seat apparently for katie taylor and chantelle cameron at the weekend and look like you can call ariel a blowing into box and all you want 
but the man came up with that line about the rebirth of boxing and he kind of mirrored that against the birth of Irish MMA which was July 2014 makes me feel very very privileged to be here and to be getting to see this up close and personal and look at you know I'm no no way trying to mooch in here and uh, steal anybody um, in boxing's merits or what they've done already I'm in awe of the people like Gavin Casey and Kieran Cunningham. We even saw my old friend Lydia Daydal today from uh, the MMA day. It's great to see her. She's killing it as well. We have Donna Corby, of course, the king of influencer boxing. Oscar Willis here from the Mac Life. It's quite a motley crew we've got got here. Um, everyone f- making me feel very welcome. I w- literally just before I recorded this intro and sign off, Brian Peters, Katie Taylor's manager, sitting right beside me. Oh, how's it going? When's the when's the interview with Joe coming out? It had come out an hour ago. No big deal. Very nice guy. What a special time this is. I'm just going to keep on rambling unless I end this. So. I'll see you on Tuesday. I love you very much. Helwani Mania in Dublin.